At Primrose Schools, high-quality early learning education and care means health and safety always come first in classrooms with a thoughtful balance of play and structure. For more information, visit primroseschools.com today. Hey, my name is Brian Golden. I'm the lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I'm the host of this program called Unfiltered Radio. And we're in a series right now called Skeptic, and what we're doing is discussing the big questions about God and about Christianity. And I think this is going to be helpful for you and hopefully challenging. He came to tear down every wall, and so I want to be a part of tearing down every wall. You are literally working against the activity of God in your generation. I've said this before. I want to say it to you one more time. Abandon whatever you can't examine. Everything that God wants to say to humanity, everything he wants to show off, everything he wants to put on to display, it is all represented in Jesus. God has a good plan for your life from this point forward. And so the marching orders are from now on, God, I want to invite your grace. I want to invite your mercy in, and I want you to fix what has been broken. And I want you to clarify what has been distorted. And I'm going to trust that your way is better. Hey, welcome back to Unfiltered Radio. My name is Brian Golden. I'm the lead pastor of Centerpoint Church and the host of this program. In today's culture, many of us are asking the question of what does it mean to authentically follow Jesus? Like, what did he actually say and how can it change your life? So whether you're a skeptic, a longtime believer, or maybe you're just investigating faith, we've created Unfiltered with you in mind. And we want something for you, not from you. Unfiltered is a listener-supported program, so if our message has helped, you can give at unfilteredradio.com slash donate. I hope that today's message encourages you or helps you on your journey of investigating Jesus. Hey, my name is Brian Golden. I'm the lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I'm the host of this program called Unfiltered Radio. And right now we're in a series called Skeptic, and we're talking all about the big questions of God and Christianity. Now, that's a massive subject to take on, and obviously we can't answer every question or solve every mystery. But here's what we believe, that we've been invited into a relationship with God through Jesus. And all throughout the scripture, we believe that God reveals the fact that he is explainable, he is observable, and he actually invites us to come with our questions and our doubts. And here's what I know for some of us, that's very different than what we were handed down. Maybe you grew up with a faith framework that just said, believe this or just have faith or just embrace it. And then somewhere along the line, a gap developed and grew between what you believed or were handed and what you actually experienced. And all of a sudden, your faith came crashing down. And so as we dive into the next part of this series, we're going to end with a defining question that you need to ask when you are tempted to walk away. And rather than me answer a bunch of questions that we've already sought to answer in this question, I want to give you one singular question as we start to wind down this series over the last couple days. And so come with your questions, come with your doubts, but if you've already walked away from faith or maybe you're in a place of doubt right now or maybe you're on the verge of walking away, there really is only one defining question that may be the catalyst for you rethinking faith and rethinking what you currently embrace in terms of God and Christianity. And so I'm so glad you're with us, and let's dive into the next part of Skeptic. My name is Bryant, lead pastor here, and man, we're so glad you're with us, whether you're in the lane of um, just kind of investigating, trying to figure things out, um, or you're looking for a community of faith to plug into. Um, either lane, we are really, really glad you're here. Um, 
Before we get into the final talk for Skeptic, the series we've been doing, um, I just want to do kind of a quick family talk, if that's cool, um, a, a, a good, about good things. So, um, all right, well, I've got the mic, so I'm just going to do it. So um, this a jar right here um, with these marbles represents um, weekends, actually weeks. So my daughter is almost four years old, and this is the number of weeks that we have left between birth to 18 years old um, with my daughter. I'm so emotional, like I I can't even talk about that um, too much. Um, But from birth to 18, that's how many weekends we have left. If you've got a 14-year-old kid, teenager, this is the number of weeks and weekends you have left between 14 and 18 years old um, with your 14-year-old kid. And as the perspective of our church, we have 930, that's the total, 936 weekends from birth to 18 years old to invest in children and to anchor in them the knowledge that they were created on purpose. We have 936 weekends to invest in a child in such a way that they know without a shadow of a doubt that they were not just created on purpose, that they were created for a purpose. There's no accident. Like that God has an extraordinary plan for their life. We have 936 weekends to invest and to anchor in them the radical grace of Jesus Christ that is so anchored into their heart that when they get to the age where they want to stray, it'll become very, very difficult to stray too far from that. Like we have 936 total weekends to create an environment that would be, it's our prayer, the safest place in the world for them to struggle with anything. Things that they're never going to tell mom, things that they're never going to tell dad, things that they may talk about with somebody by the locker at school, but the safest place in the world to be open about the things that nobody else knows about that they're struggling with. Like we have 936 weekends to hopefully begin a conversation that's going to penetrate into homes and has the potential to change everything. Like 936 weekends, like as I I think about this, that we would be able to invest because there's going to come a day where every kid's going to need to know this. Just mark it down. That we have 936 weekends to invest and to sear into the heart, into the mind of every single middle schooler and every single high schooler and every single preschooler. That when that day comes where some stuff just kind of flies out of control, that there is no sin and there is no dysfunction that will ever move them beyond the reach of God's grace. We have 936 weekends to do that. And here's um, all I want to tell you, and then I want to talk about where I'm going this morning, is that every single weekend, and many of you are not in here, you're right now investing in little kids and small groups. Some of you did that first service, that every single week you show up, and we've said this from the beginning, you are not babysitting a single kid, and you're not changing a single diaper. You're not just biding time in a small group. You are literally, through the power of the Holy Spirit, changing the multi-generational tide of what kids have carried for three generations. You are investing in such a way that it's going to change some families. You're anchoring grace in a heart in such a way that they may never remember your name, but it's going to impact their life at 22. You are in the life of that that little child. You are, in some cases, changing everything. 
Like it's why over and over again, we call our volunteers, not volunteers, your bridge builders, because you're building a bridge to the gospel and a bridge to what Jesus wants to do, the heart and the life of every single child. And I'm telling you, as I think about stories, it gets me really, really emotional when, when I hear about just in the last several weeks, somebody being invited or a story from a grandmother, a story from a mom, and they invite their kids, an entire family comes to know Jesus Christ as their savior. That, that in eternities are changed and people are moving from death to life in an instant. And so at the very beginning of our church, that was our dream, that we would invest everything possible into the next generation, that we wouldn't have big church and JV church, that it wouldn't be a thing where it's, you know, 20s and 30s and 40s. But the thing for us is middle schoolers. The thing for us is high schoolers. The thing for us is preschoolers. The thing for us is anchoring in the heart of a little kid's own student that God loves them, that God made them, and Jesus wants to be their friend forever. Anchoring that into the heart of every single child. And so we were going to be aggressive about that. And that was our dream from the very beginning, because I think maybe the greatest impact we have is not even in this room. It's in a small group circle with a middle school student. And so like, it is so, so big. And so when we started, that was our dream. And I'll never forget, this is not overstating the story. Um, our kid zone, which is birth to four years old, we have such a passion for this and we had no kids. And so in fact, we had one, one person, they had one kid and then they were gonna leave because there was no other kids. And we're like, just, just stick around because one day we're gonna have kids. Like one day there'll be some other kids in here, I promise. Hey, my name is Brian Golden. I'm the lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I'm the host of this program called Unfiltered Radio. I'm so glad you've joined us as we're writing a series right now called Skeptic, and we're attempting to answer some of the big questions about God and Christianity. Obviously, knowing we can't solve every mystery and we can't answer every question, but here's what we believe is that God has invited us to come with our questions and even our doubts, that God is an observable, explainable God. And so maybe you grew up with a faith framework that just said, hey, believe this, just embrace this and don't ask any questions. And then somewhere along the way, all of a sudden what you were handed off in terms of belief started to contradict what you experienced. And all of a sudden your faith came tumbling down. And so in this series, we're just inviting you back. We're inviting you to ask the questions. We're inviting you to doubt and maybe even doubt your doubts. And maybe if you're a longtime follower of Jesus, we're inviting you to come back and begin to answer the question of why do you believe what you believe? And some of the big questions we've looked at is how does a good God allow evil and suffering? Or why is the Bible reliable? Or what is faith? But as we start to end the series over these last couple days, I want to leave you with one defining question. And really, this is the question when you're tempted to walk away, if you've already walked away, or maybe you're in a place of doubt right now. And all those other questions we've answered this series are incredibly important. But this may be the defining question that will cause you to rethink Christianity and rethink faith and rethink what you are leaving and what you're running after. And so I'm so glad you've joined us. I'm hoping today is going to be helpful, even liberating as we dive back into the final parts of this series, Skeptic. And um, man, as you fast forward, it's just incredible to see what uh, Jesus has done. And um, 
As we've figured this out in recent weeks, we have between Kids Zone and Kids Point, and then our middle schoolers and high schoolers in Velocity, and then in our Grove College and 20-something meets on Sunday, um, that under the leadership of uh, Jay Sanders, between all of those students and kids and volunteers, there's almost 400 um, in that ministry right now that week after week are being ministered to and, and investing in. And so... Because we're so passionate about this, um, we, he, here's what we know is true, that bigger by itself is not better. Better is better, as I was reminded this week. Bigger is not better, that better is better. And we don't want to just grow and ever, ever sacrifice what we started out with, which we were, we were going to be aggressive about discipling kids. And all that means is leading them into a growing relationship with Christ. That we were going to help really care for volunteers because what they do is so impactful. They are heroes in everything that happens here. That we were going to create a space where, man, we are really making sure that full engagement is provided for every age group. And so as we talk to our core team and elders and our leadership team, um, we really believe God's leading us in the direction because that ministry is growing and there's no signs that it's going to stop growing. Um, it is a huge, huge deal and a huge leadership role for Jay Sanders. And so we're, as God directs, going to bring on, um, by his grace, a children's pastor that will just um, oversee Kids Zone and Kids Point as that thing continues to grow and as we prepare for the fall. And Jay will be able to provide even more narrowed focus on our Velocity Middle School and High School and college students um, because we do not want to just grow bigger. We want to make sure that we're on mission with what Jesus called us to do when we started this thing. And so um, over the next uh, few weeks, just this month, um, we're going to raise $40,000 in margin, which I hate talking about. But here's what I love talking about. Here's what I'm all about. And so you will see no thermometers on the wall. We have no fancy name for it. Um, the best I could come up with was next gen, next season. So that's it. You can go with that. Um, so there, there's no like bells and whistles. It's just, we feel God leading us in this direction. And there is no doubt that we're not going to be able to disciple and care the way we want to um, without doing this. And because I have so much invested um, and such am, and am such a satisfied customer with a little three and a half year old daughter, um, if there's anything that's going to move me to do everything possible to make sure that they're getting our best, um, I'm going to do it. And so um, we want you to pray with us. Um, we would ask many of you to even give with us over and above your regular giving. This is something we've done every time we've added staff. Jay, has not been with us um, quite a year yet, which is hard to believe all that God's done. Um, we brought Chris on staff. And so we raised margin for that um, because about 50 plus percent of our church had no church background within five years, um, which means you don't give any money. And that's fine because um, we're never gonna make decisions based on what you can give. We, we've been called to reach people of every background and people who've been turned off the church forever. So we have to do this every time we add staff. So we did it about a year ago with the idea that in the about a year and a half, we'd catch up. And instead we did that in about seven months by God's grace. And so we're taking that step again to be the best financial stewards that we possibly can. And so throughout this month, we're raising that 40,000. We'll have several vision nights. We'll have information if you want to ask any question. Um, and we're just asking Jesus to lead us in this, to do what he's called us to do for the 60,000 unchurched, unreached in a few mile radius. And the kids that are sitting in a circle right now, one of which is my daughter. And so Here's what I'd leave you with, even if you're not a Jesus follower. Here's why this is relevant to you. To quote Andy Stanley, I just heard this this last week. At the end of the day, following Jesus makes your life better. 
And at the end of the day, you become better at life. Hi, my name is Brian Golden. I'm the host of Unfiltered Radio that you can listen to weekdays at 630 right here on this station. And I'm the lead pastor at Centerpoint Church. And I'm so excited with what God has done through Centerpoint and the fact that we are launching a North Campus on Easter Sunday, April the 21st. And a few years ago, we started as an alternative to church as usual. Whether you're a skeptic, cynic, maybe you're a longtime follower of Jesus, and you just haven't found a place to belong. And we've created a place that is accessible and welcoming to every type of group. It's the safest place, we believe, for anybody struggling with anything. And it's all about one thing, and that is loving others the way that Jesus has loved us and it is imperfect but it is the church that we imagine in our community and God has begun to grow it and do incredible things and now there's the need for more space and so we're launching this North Campus on Easter Sunday we would love for you to be there and we would also love for you if you're interested to be a part of the launch team you can get all of the information and sign up at centerpointfl.org Hey, I want to invite you to tune into a brand new series we're launching after Easter called Unfiltered Jesus. That really is the heart of this program, Unfiltered Radio. And really, with all of us, we have confirmation bias. We come to certain things with preconceived notions. And that's none more true than it is with the life and the message of Jesus. Like we attribute Jesus to opposing movements and political parties using the same verses. We have a million denominations. We justify all kinds of different things all in the name of Jesus. And so in this series, we're really asking the question, what does the unfiltered version of Jesus look like? Because it's possible in our generation that a lot of people are following a Jesus that they don't really know. And they've walked away from a Jesus who doesn't really exist. And so I hope you'll join us right after Easter for this brand new series, Unfiltered Jesus. Following Jesus makes your life better and following Jesus makes you better at life. Not that your life is going to be wrinkle-free by any means, not that you're not going to have trouble and not that things are going to hit the fan. But the fact is when you sync up with the rhythm of how God has created you, things are different. You become better at life and life becomes better when you begin to follow Jesus. And that is the testimony of so many of us. And so whether you believe in Jesus or not, it doesn't matter. I have a bunch of friends who come here, don't even believe yet, and they've got their kid in a circle because they know the impact that it has in their kid's life. And here's what I would leave you with. Our greatest impact in our city, I don't even think is in this room and it's not even online. It is in circles with middle schoolers and high schoolers and elementary age kids and college students implanting and searing the radical grace of Jesus. And I think we're going to turn a city upside down, not with what just happens in here, but what happens because of the fact that we are radically invested in the next generation. And so I'm just asking you, if you have a kid or don't have a kid, or you're going to have a kid, um, that you would just consider what Jesus would have you to do because of the impact that we know that it has every single weekend. And so um, you're going to hear more about this. We're just doing this throughout this month and then we're moving on. Um, So let's just pray as as God leads us. And then we're going to land the plane on skeptic part five. Pray with me. God, thank you so much for your grace. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you that... God, on a um, seemingly ordinary day, when you were with your guys and talking about the kingdom of heaven, you brought a little child around you, which I think is kind of lost on us and it means nothing, but in that culture, it meant everything. 
because children were not considered real individuals and people, and they were not people that were made in the image of God. And in that moment, you shifted the paradigm that we have been called to see every single individual from one month to 100 years as somebody who has been fashioned and made in the image of God on purpose and for a purpose. And God, we will by your grace, we will by your grace take the next generation seriously. And we will empower them and we will pour into them and we will unleash them to lead and we will give them a safe place to grapple with questions. And Lord, we will do everything possible to make it easy for them to believe that they have a heavenly father that loves them because we have loved them so well. And we will do everything possible to invest and to create the context where they would know that they are loved by a perfect heavenly father. And so Lord, even as we take these steps, we look forward with unbelievable expectancy but we look back with what you have already done and the lives and the families and the multi-generational threads that have been changed forever because of you and because of the people, even in this moment who are investing in the next generation. God, we thank you for that. And we thank you for what you're gonna do. And we pray this in Jesus name, amen. All right. I hate to tell you that wasn't even the message. So now with part five of skeptic, but I'm going to be quick. And uh, here's what we've been doing for five weeks um, is discussing the big questions about God and about Christianity. And so um, we've grappled with huge questions like, um, how does a good God allow evil and suffering? And is the Bible really legit? Is it reliable? And what's the starting place for Christianity? Because for most of us, we have a wrong answer to that question. And what is faith? And so as we conclude today, if you've not been here um, for the rest of the series, you can just go go out now and just start podcasting us because I don't want you to miss the series, especially if you're in the place where, man, I, I would describe myself as a skeptic. You've got to track with the whole thing because you're coming in at the end of a movie today. So if there's any way you can go to our website, download it on SoundCloud, do that um, as we've discussed these big questions. Now, as we land the plane today, um, I asked for questions and about 70 to 80% of my questions um, surrounded the fact of, you know what, at some level, I believe this, at some level, I've embraced this. But man, I've had severe struggles, severe doubts, severe seasons where not only have I entertained it, but in some cases I just have full on done it where I've just had the temptation to walk away from faith and to leave all of this behind. And as I sit here this morning, I would say at some level, I believe but I, I, what do you do in those moments? And so what I want to do is end this different than I was originally planning on ending this. And instead of me answering your question, I want to give you a question to leave with. And then we're going to circle back around um, to do a message just about some of the questions that came in over this series. But this was 70 to 80% of everything that we dealt with. Now, here's what we said for a couple weeks is this, is that a lot of us growing up um, were kind of given or handed off a framework of faith. So some of you by a grandmother, a mom or whatever, this is a great thing. I'll do this with my kid. Hey, here's what you should believe. Not that I don't want them to think, but that's a good place to start. You just have faith. And many of you grew up with, okay, the Bible says, so I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to, I'm going to follow it. I'm going to follow Jesus. But then there came a point in your life 
where what you were handed off and what you believed, there was a huge gap between what you experienced. And for a lot of us, as we've said for several weeks, in that moment, we were tempted and not just tempted, many of us walked away. Many of us just kind of hit the unfollow button on Jesus because there was such a gap between what we believed and just have faith and just believe and then what we actually experienced. And here's what I'm going to promise you. And most of you by your own experience already know this. Even if you would say today that I am a follower of Jesus and like, I believe this, there's going to come a day. There's going to come a day where you are going to be tempted to walk away. Hey, thanks for joining us in this series called Skeptic. And I just want to invite you, if you've missed any of these messages, to go to our website at unfilteredradio.com. You can listen to all of them there, and you can also find our messages on any podcast catcher. And I'd love for you to go do that and just catch up because we've been attempting to answer some really big questions in this series about God and about Christianity. Now, here's the thing. We know we can't answer every question and we can't solve every mystery. But here's what we believe from the scriptures, and that is that God who revealed himself through Jesus is an observable, explainable God that God is not in contradiction with science and God is not in contradiction with philosophy or in psychology and that God has invited us to come with our questions, with our doubts, and even come with our skepticism. And so some of the questions we've been looking at are the age-old questions like, how could a good God allow evil and suffering? Or what is the starting place for Christianity? Or even what is faith? Or why do we believe that the Bible is reliable? And I believe that none of us should be afraid of those questions. And so whether you've followed all of your life, I want to invite you into this series to really begin to look at why you believe what you believe. And if you're in the place of maybe being skeptical or cynical, I want to invite you to come investigate and to come answer and ask some of your questions about faith, believing that there may be answers on the other side of your doubt. So thanks for joining us in this series called Skeptic. Skeptic.